We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All fellows with monkey sounds in there are called good. The old like Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> there he is. Uh, Danny Meringue, how was your weekend? Uh, it was it was good. Good. Very, very low-key. Considering the holidays and everything kind of going on, it oh. was uh, nice and easy. Just low-key. Yeah. Took it took it very sleazy. Okay, good. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Wait, taking it yep. sleazy, huh? Always. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean... Simple and easy. As a Raiders and USC fan, that, that makes a lot of it's sense racks. that you kept it sleazy mm-hmm. over the weekend. That's how we do it. Uh, Jeff Rust is here. How are you, Mr. Rust? Uh, a little bit less of a low-key weekend than Mr. Meringue over there, as I was telling you guys earlier, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have enough time. All right, so good weekends all around then from, yeah. from the folks. It was. How okay. about you? Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We had a holiday party on Saturday where, mm. so we didn't even have kids at my house on Saturday. It was awesome. Oh, you're kid free? Yeah. Just oh. for one day. But I mean, that's that's a win in, in Isn't the parent it? book, right? Isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I always see the, the parent celebrating those things. So. Yeah. It's parents gone wild when, when those sorts of things happen. <laughs> so, how wild, weekend. how wild did you get? I'm pretty drunk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Gotta take those opportunities. I was saying, you take, did you take, take full <laughs> advantage of this? Okay. Uh, yes, yes, I did. It was a great weekend, though. A uh, fantastic weekend, and can't ask for much better from a sports aspect because absolutely we insane. did not have college football like a full slate of college football this weekend. It usually is like a sad weekend in sports. The NFL delivered uh, in spades. The Army Navy game was awesome. It was incredible. Our was Army's incredible. uniform sucked. Can we put a stop to gradient uniforms? I like the idea of it, but the execution just never actually works. All of them are bad. Yeah, they're all bad. No, no. I like gradient the, uniform. I is like done the idea well. of the tan. If anything, and we're, we're the thing is we're we're past this as far as like what we wear uniform wise. But I think they should bring back the digitals, the digital camo. Okay, yeah, they had a digital camo. And Those are cool. The, it, it, the digital plays better. Okay. Regardless of what we actually wear. Sure. And that's things like the Air Force tried these tiger stripe, like actual duty uniforms. And there was a thought that the Air Force might kind of go back to that pattern that was from Vietnam. It was very ugly. Well, you guys should wear like clouds on them. 
Sky blue with puffy clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're in the air. Yeah. All the time. Can't see you. Hilariously, do you know what percentage of the Air Force is actually, uh, actually flies? Um, one. It's 2%. Ah, oh, 2%. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you don't, you have to, a lot of people get the plane in the air. Yes. The logistics around the aircrafts is what makes up, you know, 98% of the Air Force. Yeah. That's why you should still wear cloud uniforms, though. Mm hmm. You know? Cloud, not clown. I know, I got you. <laughs> Don't worry, I would have thrown something at you. Doesn't matter. As, as, I would never say clown. As I told a Navy man as I walked into uh, Moda Center through the media entrance uh, this weekend, there's a couple couple Navy men who were very de- disappointed uh, in Army Navy. Yeah, a game the first time it ever goes to overtime, mm-hmm. and the one thing that you do is run the football and you fumble. Oof. That sucks. That I felt so bad for number thirty-four. I don't even know what his name was. He had the long <laughs> touchdown run though, and that in uh, in the game, mm-hmm. which was re- low scoring. And then they throw the ball in the first overtime, and you're like, "What is I, happening here?" And then off guard. you're on the goal line. I'm kind secretly. I love that game, mm-hmm. but I secretly am. I'm glad that it ended that way because that game would literally never end. If it was Army and Navy from the, Punching from the three the yard face, line, yes. if Two we have that... one play from the three yard line, mm. that is all they're built to do is yes. is make move the ball three yards. Yes, that's it. And so that game would have never ended. You you never want to have that t- either of those teams in those opportunities because they're going to beat you. No, but uh, I I did have to hold over again. Air Force is better. Okay. All right. Fundamentally, this comes back to me, Dusty. As, as all things do. That's right. That's right. So it was, I'm glad. And how did they respond to that? Oh. See, that's a weird thing. The military beefs that we have, like mm-hmm. every the, the different branches drawing their lines in the sand, it's like, the, you guys are the ultimate. We're on the same team. <laughs> see, see, we're allowed to make fun of each other. If you're an outsider, yeah. you're a civilian yeah. making fun of any of those yeah, branches, no. then it's then one it's, team. Yes. Then you're in trouble. <laughs> that's what he, it's, it's just like, uh, that's aggressive. Mm-hmm. All right. And all the one thing that you guys all agree on is that you don't like the Coast Guard. I don't know what the no, Coast Guard no. did. <laughs> what the Coast Guard ever do to you guys? Nobody nobody looks at the Coast Guard or Space Force as a real service. Sp- Space Force is now just getting lumped in yeah. with the Air Force. It's And again, we bust each other's balls accordingly. Yeah. But again, I've seen... Same team. I, I've seen situations turn when civilians try oh, to do man. the same. And the, you, you want to talk about, about Voltron? Nope. Yeah, those service units unite real quick for a real good ass kicking. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so I said cloud, not clown. Have to clarify, that was a cloud, not clown. Um, hard right. D there. Hard D. Okay, and then the NFL. That We got the uh, NFL, by the way, had a great weekend as well. Captivated. This weekend was awesome in the NFL. It was everything that we could have asked for and a little bit more. It was. But the real but. news is, uh, Danny, I think everybody's wondering, when did you start getting into the softcore porn in business? Oh, God. Um, but I think we need to sit, sit you down and have this conversation. It happened. Bud. Listen, it, oiling and lotioning, lotioning and oiling. I can't take it anymore. Aircraft porn kind of guy. <laughs> Bingo. You posted a video uh-huh. on the internet uh-huh. of Josh Hart of a man in the lo- locker room. A man lotioning himself? Yeah, I yeah. Did. Now, 
it wasn't you weren't like some weird voyeur like no. through people. He he knew he wanted to have he, he, he his post game interview being done. He wanted it done then, there, and now, so he could get out of there. At what point did you say, "Yeah, this this is this is going to go on the internet. This this video is going on the internet." I just did it. That's the thing is like, I you you know you've been in locker rooms for yeah, forever. Yeah. It doesn't like I don't even bat an eye at it. It's just no. it's normal to me. But what I didn't realize is all of the women out there that are hornier than every dude I've ever met. Mm. My God, the comments that was what, just like, what did you get? Oh, just the, I, I got text messages. I got DMs like, oh, thank you for providing this service. I had someone in this building who remained nameless who was like, feel free to post more Josh Hart porn whenever oh. you would like. No, it wasn't me. I think it was. Mm. Going to get a good look at your face. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was rust. But yeah. Definitely did it. I didn't bat an eye. I literally just threw it up there because I was like, oh, this, the question that I asked him was when I was trying to ask him for like three games, but I just couldn't get to him. Okay. Either in pregame or in postgame just because of the way things shook out. Yeah. And I just wanted to get the answer out there. What I'm going to do going forward. What was the question, by the way? What's up with this three-point rate? Because okay. his three-point rate is literally cut in half. All right. And long story short, he was like, yeah, I'd probably pass him up, but, you know, it is what it is. It's, that's Josh Hart in a nutshell. Is he's just mm-hmm. that dude. Um, but I, I told people I would ask the question to kind of get it answered, and I did. And I thought, but what I've learned here, big brain, um, all Josh Hart content going forward will be audio only. No. Yeah. No, give the people what they want, which is <laughs> apparently Josh Hart thirst trap videos made by Danny Meringue and posted to your social media. <laughs> Gotta like, get them likes. <laughs> like, you know we were joking when I said we should create 1080 The OnlyFans, right? Yeah. Like, when I so came up starting. with it, that was like a joke. And now you're like, all right, we're going to put this under the paywall Oh, now. what's funny is I started getting requests like, hey, can you go talk to Jeremy now? I'm like, ladies, calm down. Mm. Calm down. There's a bit of a double standard here because if a video came out of like a Alex Morgan, you know, lotioning herself and a bunch of dudes are like, yeah, can we get some more of that? I think I think there would probably be a different uh, response as far as this is all being played out. It's a great point. That is a great point. I'm just saying. Yeah, HR might have paid a visit today. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, uh, what's going on here? So, uh, yeah, ladies, calm down. Was anybody like... Uh any notable people reach out to you about that and say wow or read a comment on the video yes they people will remain notes. nameless there there were some in people in the comment section uh, 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 i'll just I, go to the comment section I, of the video right now i saw no there was nothing in the comments <laughs> i just saw in the ig stories mm. um there were some likes and some people in there who i was like hmm that's interesting hmm. I don't see you in my IG stories all that often, and th- mm. there you are. Mm. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, um, so that became thing. Look at that. Wow. Um, so- <laughs> and I love the first comment is Casey Holdall of the Blazers. Who's, mm. who's great. He said, I almost told you to wait until he put a shirt on. No. That, that's the wrong thing. The thing you, got, you got more views that way. And I and I responded with, listen, man, I asked the guy if he was ready to go. I wasn't going to hold him up for his wife. <laughs> Danny's just posting the clickbait now. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Oh, this is great. It happens, man. <laughs> Uh, whoa, I, I saw there's a lot of responses to this post. And I said, whoa, I wonder what he said. And then I read those responses. 
Look at you, Danny. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you like, if you're into those uh, videos, go to Danny's um, social media. We also have a, a good old fashioned Who Done It. I don't think that this this is even. We we discussed this pre show, and if you go to add Danny and Dusty, um, there is a, there. You came in to sit down, and there's a half eaten uh, granola bar. Right, right in your bar, workspace. In, right in the workspace, and not like half eaten in the sense of like a fine nibble. It looked like somebody took a crescent moon chomp out of it, and then they raw dogged it on the tabletop. Yeah, not on the paper. Yeah, not on a piece of paper. Not on the wrapper. Not anything. Straight raw on the table. You're just basically now, raw dogging that thing. That's mm-hmm. right. This is a this is a situation where look, we immediately reached out to the morning show, Dirt and Sprague. And Sprague was adamant. Sprague even lobbed a phone call your way. He did. He called to me make immediately. sure and say, <laughs> No, it wasn't me. Which I mean, I would like to say that this could be just narrowed down to the show previous to us, the one right before us. But I mean, there's a whole weekend that exists. We're animals here at this station, <laughs> so it could have been somebody from Saturday. It could have been somebody from Saturday. Hell, Friday it, afternoon after us. Yeah, it could have been there all day Friday when you were working. Actually, you just didn't even notice it. Actually, Friday afternoon no, was the best of prime time, so right, nobody, nobody was in there. So and then Saturday morning is just Luke in that room, who I believe sits where Dusty is, so it couldn't have been him. Uh, and then oh. Sunday mornings is just Joe. And Rashad, and I'm not sure where Rashad sits, but oh, yeah. So, so it is. I mean, we all thought it was dirt right away. <laughs> anyway, he did respond with saying, "Don't throw stones in glass houses." And I assume this is probably in response to the fact that I've stank up a room with food before. Oh, that you stunk up the building with your food I did. before. I did, <laughs> but I don't leave it in there. <laughs> no, 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 that, that is very true. The smell might might ruminate and stay for a while. But, but that is a, if I immediately saw that and I said, that's someone defensive because they know they're in the wrong there. <laughs> Not just because of leaving the granola bar in, you know, in, a, in a community workspace, mm-hmm. but as you eloquently pointed out, raw-dogging it on the table, <laughs> that is something in a community workspace putting something Ballsy. you are eating down on that table Ballsy. and then eating it up and <laughs> picking it up and eating it how many bites were taken before he just threw it in and said no moss no like, moss that's how you build up your immunities man yeah. <laughs> listen there's a pack of clorox wipes here and we and alcohol wipes and we wipe everything down here because there's a couple germaphobes in this building for sure but even then yeah i'm not eating anything off of this table no my food is always in the other room. And, uh, uh, no. I just think that eating anything off of the table, I, I mean, I have, well, it's because I have kids, but I'm, I won't eat something like just off the counter in my own home yeah. at this point, you know? It's like, I don't know where those dirty hands are just on the counter all the time. Oh, you know where they are and you know where they've been, which, no, is, what, I, which is what prevents you. And like up their nose, down their pants. It's everywhere, man. I know exactly how much time my six-year-old's finger spends up her nose. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want any part of that. And now it's like, hey, hey, Dad, you want to buy this? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You've been touching it? Nope. <laughs> Not anymore, buddy. Is it unopened? All right, let me go ahead and get that first <laughs> yeah, bite. Yeah, you get first bite or no bites. Yeah. Because at this point, with especially like uh, kids are sick just all the time now because uh, COVID made it so kids didn't see germs for two years. Those germs are making up for time lost. Oh, yes. With a vengeance. Everybody is sick all the time. I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do. And I'm hard pass. I'm a person that I don't share drinks anyway. 
Like I'm not a drink. I'm, I never have been pre-COVID or like not even with your wife. No, I don't really? like sharing drinks. I do not know. It's just I don't know why. Cooties? I have no there's cooties. Yeah, cooties is probably yeah. it. I mean, that's probably where it all started. But I, there was no like specific event where I was like, ew, yeah, I'm not sharing drinks anymore. I just have always been like, no, <laughs> I'm not a drink share. I'm I. I think my my experiences in in other nations yeah. have lowered my necessary tolerance levels for cleanliness. Yeah, All right. Otherwise known as I, you know, there's been a lot of strains of bacteria that have run through this system. Yeah, I, I'm not too bothered by it, particularly when they're talking about like my wife. I'm not like if she wants to eat off my plate. If she wants to eat, drink my drink. Whatever. I yeah, doesn't bother me. I had a buddy, military buddy, who was like. Uh, when the COVID vaccine came out and everything was being made of like, oh, we don't know what this does. He's like, I literally would line up and they would just inject yes, me they... over and over and over again. He goes, I have no idea what they put in my body. Sure, put this in. Yeah. They think it'll stop COVID? Good. Let's go. In my arm. He goes, that's what you have to do before you get deployed, before you go anywhere. Yeah, so when you go going up through basic training and then when you go on deployments, you have to, when you go through basic training, you get all of your caught up for everything. And they'll even give you, I think they give you now... Um, I think they give smallpox now in basic training, if I remember right. They didn't do it when I was in, but I, I know they made some adjustments. Have you heard a smallpox shot? I don't think so, no. Rust? I mean, I think it, it was... It's, 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 yeah. it's usually three little dots in a triangle, and it turns into like a little nasty, yeah. pussy thing that goes away after... Uh, yeah, no, okay. definitely haven't had that much. Okay. I mean... Like uh, it scars usually. When I was a child, like we were under the impression smallpox had been eradicated, but that's changed. <laughs> well, they they weaponize it. Yeah, that's uh, uh-huh. part of the problem. Um, yeah, that's the change <laughs> yeah. in status. <laughs> um, but before you go out, like they they get you caught up on um, all of your vaccines. Um, the one that was optional when I was in was anthrax. If oh, you're operating, you have, a, you have an anthrax vaccine out mm-hmm. there, huh? It's got like a seventy percent. Um, what do they call it? Uh, rate of effectiveness. Efficacy. Efficacy. Thank you. Um, good job. Look at the big brain on Dusty. Yeah, I know words and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like a seventy percent efficacy rate. Um, yeah, be careful saying that one. Yeah, that's a. Oof. But um, yeah, good times. But they load you up before you go out on deployment too, and that's part of your your, your deployment checklist. Is usually your dental and your. Immunizations are like the last two things you do, mm. uh, and then they'll look at your teeth and go, "Oh, you need to have your wisdom teeth removed." But we'll do that when you get back. <laughs> of course, <laughs> we're not going we to delay. No time for this. Yeah, we're not going to delay your deployment. You got to go, buddy. See you later. Wow. And then they literally put you in a line like cattle, and they've and it's not like normal shots. They've got a gun, like a little like a tag clicker for like clothing. It looks almost the exact same thing. Okay, and they're just click, 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 click. And usually have one doctor on one on the right side and one doctor on the left side giving whatever shots they have. Really? And you're just getting them in each arm in an assembly line and you go. That sounds fun. No, it's awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I've had shots for everything at this point in time, so I just go with the flow at this point. All right. I, I literally have no idea how we got there, but we did. There you go. Stuck the landing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We got a ton of football that we need to get to uh, today. A weekend that was amazing in the NFL. Um, Tom Brady has had a quote that I think that reigns true to everybody um, at one point or another in, in your life. I don't know who the best team in the AFC is anymore. Uh, Herbert versus Tua. Bad day for Emmanuel Acho out there. <laughs> 
And then we got some uh, basketball, too. I don't know what I think I saw on Saturday, but it resembled defense. Uh, <laughs> and will that carry over to tonight against the same team? But where we got to start this bad boy off is, look, this is more than just an extension. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All this is. That's all this is. This is just screaming. It's not. It's, it's screaming. It's scream singing. <laughs> all right. It is Metal Monday. Uh, Monday. 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 I'm sure like this is the enthusiasm most B fans had yesterday though when they first caught the news of the six-year, thirty-point-six million-dollar contract extension handed over uh, to Jonathan Smith from the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, first off, well-deserved for Jonathan Smith. Uh, yeah. Um, but it is more than just an extension for Oregon State. It's a full commitment. They're playing ball now, man. Yeah. They're, I mean, they, they really are. Uh, he, if, if you're wondering the kind of details of it, he'll start at like $4.8 million, uh, 4.85, I think it is, and then he gets a $100,000 bonus each year escalating through. And so it averages out to be, I think, five point one million. Yeah, it's basically five million a year. Um, and that is great because one, you're now paying your coach on par with what he deserves to be paid as yes. one of the upper echelon coaches, not just in this conference, but in the country, but in Power Five programs. Yes. Yeah, and I, I think the biggest one is kind of hidden in there is the fact that Jonathan Smith got money for his staff too. Mm-hmm. Because they're growing their pool um, for the assistant coaches as well, up to uh, four point eight five million for his staff, and then a pool staff increase of two point five with a hundred thousand dollar raises 
um, annual A for each. That's huge. That's fantastic. For your support staff. And to add that money in there and say, they haven't had a ton of turnover. No. Their staff, without them wanting to make that turnover, a la bringing in Trent Braid around mm-hmm. the defense, what Oregon State has done a great job of is keeping their guys there, and they have very good coaches, and mm-hmm. now they're going to be paid as such. And I think and, that's huge. And you throw in Trent Bray, who has talked about wanting to just be a defensive coordinator. Yeah. like This is... This is what the foundations of very good programs are built on. Yeah. real. You have a coach. I, I hate using this name, but I think it's the one that's most synonymous with staying somewhere for so long, like Joe Paterno, who wants to be at a particular place for a very long time. Yeah. And I think Jonathan Smith is their version of that in a sense. Not all the nastiness, but understanding what the university is, what the city is, what the goals are. He lived it. He Mm -hmm. breathed it. He was a part of it. He was a part of it. He is a part of it. And that's what makes this commitment even more important to me. I agree with that. I mean, I think that's a a great point is that he wants to be there, so take care of him. Don't try to lowball him. And I saw yesterday like there were some people saying, you know, and, you know, this is this what Oregon's going to have to do with landing? It's like, no, you also have something to, to take into consideration is that Jonathan Smith has done this f- five years now. Yes. We have a full recruiting class and a cycle of his guys that we can see that this isn't just a one-hit wonder. No. There is a plan that he put in place, you know, five years ago when he took the job over, you know, late in 2017 mm-hmm. and said – you know, it's not going to be done overnight, and it hasn't been. He still has a losing record overall at Oregon State, but he's 16-9 and nine over his last two years. Mm-hmm. And you can see the trajectory of this program has always been moving forward. And he, there is not like this idea that what he's doing is going to be unsustainable there because of the fact that it isn't just through JCs or the portal. It mm-hmm. isn't just through, you know, if we whiff on some five stars, we're kind of hosed. No, it is developing talent. And in order to develop talent, you have to keep a staff intact mm-hmm. around you that are a bunch of guys that uh, are or developers of talent. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's a, a, a big th- part of this is that, yes, you're right. Five years, you've got not only the success and his win-loss record, you know, being still in the red, I don't care because nope. he took a program that had nothing. Turdberger. Nothing. And every single year they've gotten better. Yeah. That's so unbelievably hard to do. Yeah. And he did this through COVID. No. Yeah, he absolutely did. That's the insanity of all of this. What I think is is really imp- and I think you know actually COVID and having that extra year that helped them tremendously because you got guys back for on. an extra year yeah. that they would have been gone. So if you've got if you've got a history and a track record of developing talent, <laughs> having them around for another year not a bad way to go. Beneficial for you, useful, very useful. But I mean, there's a lot of other signals here too. Um, one being. If you're going to be paying a coach more than you've ever paid them before... By a substantial number. It does not seem as if the athletic department is concerned about a loss in revenues moving forward. Nope. It also means that if you're Oregon State, you are not in a situation where you're going to be lowballed as far as staying at the bottom. Like, you know, you are often lumped in with... Washington State, mm-hmm. 
and Colorado and some of the less revenue generating universities, that tells me that there's a lot of support by boosters and donors that Oregon State previously hasn't had. Yes, you're certainly getting a commitment from boosters and donors that wasn't there. I would imagine part of that is also coming from the expected revenue increases at Reeser and the, the bells and whistles that they're going to put in there. So, yeah, this is a this is this is more than just the the coaching extension by itself. It's all the peripheral stuff. It's the oh, commitment from the university. Well, like that's what this really signals and I think that's as, as much as I love Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Smith and I do. I think he's a fantastic coach. I think the greater commitment might even be the bigger story. Yeah, and I mean the Correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but I I think that like all of their suites in their what what is it the loge level has already been sold out mm-hmm. for next year um, at Oregon State, and that is that's somewhere you can start moving forward and paying your bills forward mm-hmm. and not worry about you know Jonathan Smith's contract anymore. If you've got the coach, the money will come and it, they'll follow. Listen, and getting a better bowl game, a great example of that. Getting a better bowl game this year, getting uh, more time on TV. Uh, being a part of of some of the the best games this year, yeah, I mean that's that matters. Yup, bingo. All right, well, Beavs, you got your man uh, through the twenty twenty eight season and protect yourself. Uh, and you're keeping up, not just keeping up with the Joneses, you're passing them too. Uh, Jonathan Smith going to be there uh, through tw- the twenty twenty eight season. Uh, it's a great commitment from Oregon State, paying him an average of over five million dollars a year. Over under him being there past twenty thirty. Oh, oh, I'll take over. I yeah. think he is a guy who's going to be in it for the long haul. Yeah, He'll get too. overtures from everywhere. At some Eventually point. he's going to have phone calls, but I think this is where you, he wants to you be. You said Joe Paterno. I think his mentor is the guy who his career will go along with, and that's Chris Peterson. I think that he will be at Oregon State for a very long time, and then there will eventually come a day, as it does for a lot of coaches, where you either make a decision, am I going to just say, all right, I got another run, and I'm going to go try it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or do you hang it up? And you know that run wherever he goes, I don't think it's going to be a long one. And he's a young head coach still. Yeah, um, he, he's going to stick stick it out there for a while. I could also see him going in the road of you know, as this texture says, Kyle Whittingham, Utah's coach, is a great example. Yep. Uh, outside of the the Paterno one, that I think he could just stick around and just be like, yeah, right off in the I'm, sunset. I'm, 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 going. I'm good here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <clears throat> 503-250-1080. That is the fan tech sign. Uh, more than a commitment to Jonathan Smith, that's a commitment to the staff and uh, football in general for Oregon State. Uh, coming up next, what, what did I see yet over the weekend? Here's Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Oh, this song sounds like it's named The Sun's Dying. This is pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. 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 Sounds like these are deep thinkers here. Scars. Scars, huh? Yes, yes. All right, uh, last, not last night, but on Saturday night, 
We saw the Blazers uh, pull out a win over the Timberwolves, 124-118. Now, incredible to think about. They got the Timberwolves tonight again. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, that I, I'm about to say this, but the Portland Trailblazers won a game, 124-118, on the backs of their defense. You're not wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. Is because their first half defense was atrocious. Their second quarter defense was even was the worst I've seen yes. in quite some time. It was that was almost a forty point quarter, thirty nine points. Yeah. So watching the game, mm. I'm sitting there going, "What the hell is going on?" Nurks up at the level, and then nobody's tagging Rudy Gobert on the roll, and I'm like. Guys, he's seven one. Like somebody's got to do something. Like even if they don't like getting him the ball because he's limited in the post, it doesn't matter how limited he is. He catches with nobody around him. He's gonna pack that. Uh-huh. And then you see Nurk kind of bark at Hart. Like what the hell's going on? And then you see Dame kind of bark at Jeremy. And then Jeremy bark at Ant. And nobody's on the same page. Nobody. And That's I'm, not good. And this isn't like, uh, you know, oh he, I, I, you know, I was a step late. Or I was trailing, or I was a little behind. This was guys working on two different books, mm. and Roy Rogers simplified the calls, tried to make it, and they still screwed it up. And then it became about execution once they even simplified it in the second quarter, and it just got really bad. And I asked Damian Lillard about it, and I go, "It was funny because there were so many questions before this, and uh, I was running behind. I, I was very dumb of me, but I, my the question that I asked Dame was." What the hell happened with the defense? That was the literal question that I asked him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did it kind of like a smile on my face. And uh, he laughs. He's like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, even he was kind of like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. He goes, we weren't on the same page. We weren't doing what we needed to do. We knew what the game plan was. Minnesota was going to do X, Y, and Z. And guess what? They did X, Y, and Z. The coaching staff prepared us. We went through the film. We went through the walkthrough. We went through shoot-around. Yeah. And we just didn't do it. That's concerning. And that's what he said. He's like, we have got to figure this out. And I asked Josh Hart about three-point shooting and everything else. Casey Holdoff followed up again about the defense. And his answer was bleepity bleep. That's how bad they were. Yeah. And... He goes, we know we were bad. We know what we have to fix. And that's my question kind of going forward for the rest of the season. Because everybody wants to like throw a lot of blame on the coaching staff for not doing X, Y, and Z. The feedback that I'm getting from the players is that the coaching staff is putting in the right, in the right positions. They're not executing. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the infuriating part if you're a coach is that mm-hmm. you can tell them exactly where they need to be what they need to do. How to do it, everything. But if one guy doesn't do it, it all will fall apart. It breaks apart very quickly. And there's not much you can do if you give them the tools and they just don't do it except for put somebody else out there. But then you're putting somebody else out there that you don't feel can do it as good as the person who's literally not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like that that right there is coaching in a nutshell. It's like you prepare them and you would say, all right, this is the, this is the plan and these are the guys that we feel – are going to give us the most success. If if one of those guys just, for whatever reason, it's not clicking with him, he doesn't want to do it, and he's on the same page, it all falls apart. Yep. And that is like where the Blazers were in that second quarter. Mm-hmm. What was encouraging, though, is that in when it came to closing time, mm-hmm. they figured it out. And it's it sounds like, from what the players were saying after the game, 
there's a lot of very honest conversations being had amongst each other in yes. those timeouts uh, in during breaks. That's exactly what happened. Damian Lillard halfway through the third quarter pulled everybody together and told everybody to say pop. And this is an old. This is not what he said, but this isn't. This is. The, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if you've ever heard this before. But my old lieutenant used to say this. He would call us over uh, after um, somebody had screwed up. Collectively, everybody say pop, pop. Okay, now that your head's out of your ass, this is what we need to do. And it was like a reframing of like, I'm not going to blame. I'm not going to call out everybody. I'm not going to call. It's collectively. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to pull their head out, figure yeah. this out. Man. And I thought Dame did a, a fantastic job of leading with his play. And now I'm not talking about the points. Dame got, I want to say, three contested rebounds in the third quarter and then dug out two two loose balls that turned into steals going the other way. His intensity, that dial on the defensive end, turned up. Well, and that's the thing about defense is it's effort, though. Yes. I mean, defense is effort and commitment on that end. I mean, it You can really masquerade is. defense with yeah. intensity. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, even if you're Pat not... Beverly. Yes, the, <laughs> the living embodiment of getting paid for masquerading. There's not a player in the NBA that I have ever talked to who thinks Pat Bev is this otherworldly defender. No, he's not. But he just, he's an a-hole. It's what he does, and though. It, for all of the people who think out there that defense is just effort, do you know how many people would be in the league if that was just the case? Do you don't think there's people out there that are six foot six who would try their ass off? to stay on the floor to make millions of dollars because they're good at defense? Mm-hmm. No, it's a skill. Effort can cover up a lot through 82 games, but it's a skill. It is an elite skill, which is why the best at it, Draymond Green, get paid an inordinate amount of money to do so. Yep. But getting back to this, I, I don't think this is a coaching or buy-in issue yet. But it's something that I'm monitoring because this is looking more and more like the Stotts level teams in the sense of I think Chauncey has let the reins go on offense, and I think that's been good mm. because they're fifth in offense over the last two weeks. They're putting up a buck twenty a game. Really good. But I think he may need to this is kind of like teacher moment. Do I need to put the toys away? Yeah. And make you make you focus? Like, do I need to rein the offense in and make sure you're playing good defense before I let yeah. you go? Because what's happened is a lot of that very pretty, pristine, very organized, coordinated offense is kind of not necessarily gone by the wayside. But when it's winning time, that stuff has disappeared. And what's happened? You've had Damon Ant pick and roll. Yeah. And that's also ebbs ebbs and flows of a regular season, Mm -hmm. though, and he may be playing that. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you know, I can't be the hard ass and say we're playing defense you know, for 48 minutes mm-hmm. for 82 games because that ain't going to fly. No. And you do have stretches where it's like, all right, here's where we focus up, and then we take our, our foot off the gas. I think right now this, this stretch that you're talking about where mm-hmm. they've been really good offensively, you've needed every single one of those performances yep. because of where, the way the schedule has been. Yes. It'll be very interesting to see if maybe when the schedule lightens uh-huh. up after today, yes. if, if then you see we're going to tighten things up. You go on a six-game road trip, you get a day off. Yep. Get a little something in. Make sure you. I would imagine if they practice tomorrow before they go out, because they, they, I believe they'll leave tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow night to get on the road. I would imagine that if they're going to do anything, it'll be defensive work. Because one of the things Chauncey regretted on the last six game road trip was the fact that they didn't do defensive work really intensely yeah. before they went out on that road trip. Oh. All right.
503-250-1080. We'll talk more about uh, tonight's matchup between the Blazers and the Timberwolves because uh, it may get a little bit chippy out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that coming up later in the show. But uh, where we go next, um, we'll give you an update because there is an update. He's a unique person, a polarizing character, an undeniable imprint on uh, the game of football itself. And now Mike Leach uh, fighting for his life. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. 503-250-1080, that is the fan text line. Um, We've got an update to the status of Mike Leach, um, the head coach of Mississippi State, hospitalized yesterday. And, boy, that was a – that was quite a whirlwind. Um, Yeah, to say the least. nobody knew what was going on. No, like nobody knew what was going on with Mike Leach. They just there was just a report that Mike Leach was hospitalized in Starkville, and then things were not great. Things were not great. Prayers needed to be up, and then out came it. He was airlifted to a hospital. Um, so he was taken to one hospital, then airlifted to another. Yeah, yeah, and he was then at the University of Mississippi Medical Center, and then it got to like dire situation where. Uh, there was one report out of Starkville saying they need a miracle to happen for Mike Leach uh, to survive. And now we are starting to get a little bit m- more details on what is going on. Um, he collapsed at his home. Apparently, he did not receive any medical attention for 10 to 15 minutes. Suffered a severe heart attack is what it was called. And, yeah, is uh, it was a heart attack. And that is bad news because now you're talking brain damage. You're because if you yeah. 10 to 15 minutes, how long was he there for that? They they know is like 10 to 15 minutes, right? Um, he was stabilized and then transported to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson. Um, and they were able to establish normal rhythm with his heart with a defibrillator. Well, and he had uh, seizures. So. That's seizures, defibrillator, like that's 60 plus years old. Like yep. these are not he remains good in, signs. He remains in critical condition uh, right now. The fact that he has made it this far already, the further you get from it, the better off you are. Yeah. But it's still, def- very much sounds like it's not great. Oh, it, it's not great at all. I mean, no. Anytime you have a massive heart attack, yeah, yeah that's that's I mean, horrible it's, it's in its, its own right. Now. This is now critical condition, and, and now with these details coming out, we're starting to get a clearer picture of um, if he is able to survive, how lucky he is, and what does it look like for him quality of life moving forward, let alone yeah. coaching, co- coaching college football ever again, you know? I mean, that's probably like, the last thing on and, and most people's should be. mind. That is, uh, this is a scary situation, and Mike Leach... He's a polarizing character. Um, I mean, from the way he was ousted at Texas Tech to, you know, whether you agree with his uh, political or social leanings on social media or not, he's a polarizing guy. Sure. And one thing that is undeniable is Mike Leach is unique in every sense of the word for a college football coach. He's a guy that. Uh, you know, I'll never forget the first first time we had him on um, when he got the job at Washington State. And he said to me, he goes, next time you want me on the show, 
don't reach out to the sports information director. Mm-hmm. Here's my cell number. Text me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and did you text him? Uh, yes. And Mike Leach always said, yeah, we'll figure it out. One time he was walking down the side of the road in Pullman, Washington. Like walking on the side of the road. Like you could hear trucks driving, him. driving by him. And he was doing an interview as he's walking down the side of the road. Less than ideal conditions for an interview. But... It's Mike Leach. Mike Leach. And he was like, yeah, I'll find time for you. That was the time that he found was, was his on walk. his daily walk. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I got I got some time for you. If I'm going to fit you in, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be when I want to. He's different, man. Mm-hmm. He was a different bird. I know a, a guy that was down in uh, New Orleans for uh, the coaches convention. Mm-hmm. The American Football Coaches Association had their convention down in New Orleans. And walked by and like saw Mike Leach was at a sitting at a cafe and he stopped by and just said hey i'm a a big fan you know i'm a i'm a football coach in oregon and this was back when leach was at texas tech Mm -hmm. he goes oh you coach football have a seat and sat down (laughs) didn't know him had just met him they sat there for an hour and a half talking football talking game just talking like he's a lifer yeah and he was just like all right, I'll come on over. And they just sat there. They talked scheme. They talked personal. They did everything. And it was just like he just walked by him and just said, wanted to say hi. And Leach was like, come on, sit down. I would. I love all the stories about Leach who – Incredible. You would get these um, – somebody asked him – there's a press conference back there. I want to find it because I remember it just being so interesting. I can't remember what the question was, and I can't even truly remember the answer. I just remember my reaction. It was yeah. a very simple question about football. But and he likened it to some historical uh, Native American event that was just like it was so profound of an answer for such a simple question. Yeah, and that's just Mike Leach, though. Yeah, is that he he would take these and he was, he's, he is a brilliant person outside of football. Yeah, just a, a wealth of especially historical knowledge. Yes, he can call on so much history and. Somehow tied back to football. It's, it's done this, you know, like dozens of times. But I remember sitting there thinking after that answer, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it, was, it, was, it was a great answer, but at the same time, why and how did you go there? Yep. Like, and this is, like, there is so much coming in. Like, we're, and we're very getting this on the text line, 503-250-1080. Saw a report it was a massive stroke. Family being called to say final goodbyes. Uh, Mike Leach is on life support, heart attack, basically brain dead per Mississippi folks. There is so much out there. This is why we're just saying this is what is out there via the clarion ledger, yes. the paper of note, and through what Mississippi State has, has acknowledged, yes. right? There's even reports out there that Mike Leach died. Yeah. Mike Leach is not dead yes. right now. Yeah, last it's night, not great, though. No, last it night, is not we were, good at all. There was more than a few notes flying around that he had died. Yeah, so what we do know... Massive heart attack, critical condition. There are reports of uh, seizures being associated with it as well. The bottom line, Mike Leach ain't doing well. And whether you like him or hate him as a person, his mark on the game of football has been felt through college, high school, and hell, look at the NFL. Yes. The NFL is almost, every, air, almost air, RPO air raid everywhere you go now. Every single level. The air raid concepts have infiltrated, and they've been successful mm-hmm. at every level. So uh, Mike Leach uh, currently on life support. And I, I know Coog fans know this too, but 
we talked about Jonathan Smith a little bit ago. Mike Leach took over a program that was dead. Oh, I mean, not even on life support. It was, I mean, he, he Dracula'd that thing. That man has been important everywhere, everywhere he's gone. Yes. From Texas Tech, Washington State, and Mississippi State as well. Uh, guy can coach some football. 503-250-1080. All right, let's get into the NFL. What an incredible week 14 it was. Justin Herbert shined when it mattered. What does that mean for his opponent? Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.